right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 172 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, I want to welcome you to the show. If you enjoy it, please consider subscribing. If the app you are listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. If it also allows you to leave feedback, please consider leaving feedback about the show. The algorithm for whatever app you are using will boost the Ranting Weight Watcher higher on the list. So if someone else is using the same app as you looking for a weight loss related podcast, they will find the Ranting Weight Watcher easier. Another wonderful thing you can do to support this podcast, if you love it, is tell literally anyone you know who is in the same position we are in who would benefit from the message I deliver every week. Now, I don't want to waste any time. Let's get into this. Journey updates. I am down two pounds this week. Total loss since January 2019 is 174 pounds. I am one pound away from getting back the 175 pound milestone that I had just a couple of weeks ago. Okay, it's Sunday. I don't normally record today, but so I, I just got out of the shower. And you guys are going to totally think I'm crazy right now. But I just had this epiphany, right? A, like a moment, uh, epiphanatic, epiphanatic moment. Is that a word? I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. I'm sitting there, for anyone who doesn't know, 2022 holiday season. Something weird starts happening with my skin. I have itchiness all over the place. So I said to myself that this has got to be because my skin is dry because there was a temperature change in Florida, right? So I was crazy, crazy itchy. As I got closer and closer and approached the Christmas season, you know, the the weather stayed cold. And when it's cold in Florida, the air is dry. When the air is dry, the skin is dry, right? The connection that I made to all of this is that my skin is dry because of the temperature, but the itchiness of my skin could not be, it could not be satisfied. Like you could scratch all day long and it, it would never be satisfied. And it, it came to the point where I was starting to break the skin because of the scratching. And not only was I breaking skin, I was also creating blisters all over my body. It became 
like this crazy thing that I was getting blisters all over the place and they were fluid filled blisters and mostly on my right leg, but throughout the body, there were some here and there, right? Shoulders, chest, on my scalp. I, nobody knew what this was. I was going to doctor upon doctor upon doctor, a dermatologist. I went to three different dermatologists and found, finally found one who came up with a diagnosis. So it turned out that I had an autoimmune disease that was called bolus pemphigoid. BP is a autoimmune disease that is found mostly in the elderly. And it's very unusual that I would have it because I'm in my 40s. Some time passes. And so the doctor's answer to this was to treat the symptom, not the issue. I always have issue with doctors that want to treat symptoms and not issue the core of anything. They essentially wanted to shut down my immune system. And they also told me that this issue, it, would, it was not curable, right? Now, I understand maybe m- many of you guys don't deal with autoimmune disease, diseases and, and you don't understand why I'm telling you all this, but you guys are along on my journey here. This is just part of it. And I feel like I had this moment of clarity while I'm taking a shower. I'm literally recording this wrapped in a towel. Anyway, they're telling me it's not curable. And their answer to treat it is to attack my own immune system. Basically say, shut down the immune system so that I can put this condition to sleep. Because it does not go away, is what they're telling me. (laughs) This blew my mind. Because, okay, so what you're telling me is, you want to shut down my immune system to put something to sleep, right? Let's call it a monster for a second. Let's say that this condition is a monster. You want to put him to sleep because he's not going to go away anytime soon. And in the process, you want to open the gates to hell for every other monster to come after me. Because by shutting down my immune system, you're making me susceptible for literally every other ailment on the planet. This obviously was out of the question to me. I immediately went into a deep dive of the things that I can do on my own, right? Try, and I was watching YouTube uh, videos from functional medicine doctors and all kinds of things. The way the medicine world works is every condition, in order to be billable to insurance, is treated as a separate thing. It's different than any other thing, right? Because... If, it's, if BP is going to be billed to insurance, the treatment of it, then BP has to have a code. And once BP gets a code, then that is going to have a, an approved method of treatment, okay? Now, Hashimoto's disease or rheumatoid arthritis, those are all autoimmune diseases as well, right? And those are going to have different codes, and they're going to be treated and have an approval method treated differently. What the functional medicine world said, and they all seem to have in common, is that all autoimmune diseases, they may be different, but they are treated the same. And that way is to have a healthy gut, right? So you're going to hear a lot. That's like a key thing now. Gut health is very important. There are people that are saying that the gut is more powerful than the brain. 
you know, or, or just as equivalent to the brain in how it controls what's going on in your body. And the more healthy your gut is, the more able you are to become, that's like the separating factor, right? To get what you want, the scale with everything else. Basically, I'm trying to organize my thoughts here. I'm sorry. But basically what they all agree on is that all autoimmune diseases, regardless of the name, regardless of the code that was given to them to be billed to insurance, all autoimmune diseases are treated this way by having, uh, concentrating on the health of your gut and introducing things through eating a certain way to fix those things. And there are many doctors that say there is no reason you need to live with an autoimmune disease, regardless of what it is, MS, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, whatever it is. I had found a doctor that said, there's five things that anybody with any autoimmune disease should do in their life. So I went the supplement route because I didn't think I'd be able to eat enough food to be able to nourish my body because I compromise my body, right? Part of having gastric bypass is that you're literally no longer have a large intestine. You are bypassing the large intestine. You're going to the small intestine directly from the stomach. So whatever digestion, whatever nutrients would be absorbed by the large intestine when you eat something, you have completely eliminated that from yourself for the rest of your life. And now that's with the particular procedure that I had, the Ruan Y gastric bypass procedure. I would not be able to eat enough food to take in these nutrients that are needed that this man is talking about. So I decided to buy supplements of those nutrients. One of them was sulforaphane. The other one was a probiotic. And the other one was uh, glutamine. Now, there were two other things that I should do that I completely forgot about. When I introduced these three things to my life, Something happened. The itching days that I was going crazy, I was almost constantly scratching my body. Almost constantly. And now I can go a day, two days, three days without even bothering to scratch myself or even having the urge. And there are actually certain parts of my body that only feel like I need to have an itch if I touch them first, which is, it's kind of weird. But maybe that's just... Uh, something to do with the autoimmune disease that I have. I don't know. Anyway, I introduced those three things, the sulforaphane, the glutamine, and the probiotic. The itching days or the time spent desiring to scratch myself greatly diminished, greatly diminished. And what happened after that was that my body started to heal. All of the wounds started to close up because I didn't have the urge to scratch. And all of the blisters started to go away. At this moment right now, my leg went from having open wounds all the way down it. Numerous, numerous wounds that were, if I had to compare in size, I'd say, <sighs> trying to make you guys understand, I'd say some of them were the size, like the diameter of a golf ball. Some of them were that big. Others were even a little bit bigger, like a clementine or a tangerine. And some of them were as small as like baby carrots, you know, shaped like baby carrots. They were, they were literally going down my leg from the knee down on the right 
leg. The majority, overwhelming majority of those wounds all closed. They all stopped itching. What I have left at this point is like three small wounds that are on my leg that two of them are scabbed up and almost healed. The other one is open. They're no longer, I mean, they're like the size of a pencil eraser, right? And then I have one on my left arm, one on my right arm, and I have a couple on my scalp that I can't really see because I have hair there. But anyway, as I'm going through all this, as I'm doing, I I decide, wait a minute, I got to regroup here. Maybe if I play with the dosages of these things, then I remember that there's five, right? Not three, five. I only introduced three of them and I said I have to work on the other two. I was like, oh man, I got to find that video again. I should have really saved it. I went looking. I found the video before I showered and I watched it again. And that's when I realized that the other two items, there was a reason why I held off on the other two items because that would be about changing the diet, right? Changing what I eat. And one of them is go gluten-free. All people with an autoimmune disease should go gluten-free. That was number four on the list. And number five on the list was to eat fermented vegetables. Now, the, the perfect example of that is sauerkraut or something like sauerkraut. And it, like the refrigerated, not the canned scout sauerkraut. So it made me realize something as I'm sitting here. Like, you know how we always heard the term, like all of us had a day one, right? All of us went into WW on a day one and we all had what they said, what is your why? Why are you here, right? And some people have, you know, oh, I got a wedding I want to go to. I want to drop some weight. Other people say, I want to go get back into uh, this dress that I had or whatever Whatever the case may be. I the, These clothes don't fit anymore. Everybody has a different why, Right. But then it made me realize there's so much more than that to just the end goal. That's the end result, right? There's so much more in between that. And then they tell you, so after you come up with a why that's so much far into the future, they tell you it takes baby steps to get there, right? And so every time you're faced with a situation like something you didn't plan to eat, They tell you to remember the why that's so far into the distant future, you almost always want to choose the here and now. You almost always want to choose the instant gratification of the moment because that why is so far into the future. But, you know, I'm always spending time looking at things from the 40,000 foot level, right? But to see what I just saw in in the shower... I had to go down again, right? And come down to ground level at least, right? And realize that not only do you have this why, like I want to be this many pounds less by the time of my daughter's wedding, right? That's the big why, right? But then there are all these other whys in between that we don't really think that there are whys, right? And in so much of the situations we deal with, like uh, there's food at the office that I didn't really plan to eat and it's there and I want it. In those moments, the question of why can come up, but not why am I, you know, I started this because I 
want to look better for my daughter's wedding. That's not the why I'm talking about. The, the why I'm talking about is whatever the current goal for the week is, why am I choosing not to eat this in this moment? And that's because, oh, by the end of the week, I was trying to have five days where I ate clean. And this is one of those days, right? So it could be something as simple as that. Having a why, instead of having a weekly goal, it's a weekly why. Are you following me? So it's like, what if every decision you made had a reason why? Because we have, there's so many people I've ever heard say this, but they feel left out when they choose not to eat something, right? They feel left out of the scenario because they, there's no other, there's nothing that they're paying attention to otherwise, right? Because it's either say yes or no in that moment to that thing. But maybe what we should say is, why am I choosing to say no to this? To remind ourselves, right? So that if the current week you have said that you're going to eat clean for four out of the five days or what, whatever the case may be, this is going to help me to reduce the amount of sugar I eat because, you know, what, whatever the case, whatever you have decided for the week is what you need to do to improve, right? Why am I doing that? What is the purpose of, and yes, it can all be answered by the final why, but there are so many small goals on your way to the big goal that those are much more immediate that you can say. So when you're sitting here looking at a moment that is so far into the future, it's easy to choose what's instant gratification. But what if you're comparing it to something that's much closer, right? What if you're comparing it to something that's only days away? Only so now it's not so uh it's not so distant, right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean it just seemed maybe maybe I'm crazy. Maybe you know what? We're all a little crazy. So even if you guys think I'm crazy, we're all crazy. Life is crazy. Okay? Life is crazy. We live in a world that doctors are taught to treat symptoms, not the core issue. It is not health care. It's sick care because the system is designed to keep you sick. You have sick. They, they treat your symptoms. Your symptoms are treated with medication. That medication causes side effects. Those side effects, if severe enough, they are treated with additional medication with, you know what? Additional side effects. Pretty soon you're on 50 different medications, all with side effects, all to treat the things that are causing because they are only treating your symptoms and they're not attacking the core issue. I only introduced three supplements into my life and I have gotten my leg and my body to a point that is so comfortable that I could go days without scratching. I can go days, and this is manageable now, and I have literally done nothing to compromise my immune system. Am I telling you to stop listening to doctors? No, I'm not telling you to stop listening to doctors. What I'm telling you is there's always more than one way to do something. I'm choosing to use no way as the way. 
And now I'm not really sure how to go gluten-free here. I'm not even sure if any of the food I eat has gluten in it. There are plenty of people that say a lot of food has gluten. I have eliminated so many things that would be considered processed that I'm not sure that there are as many things left. I almost wish I had an app that if I tracked my food in it, it would flag it as having gluten and say, hey, look, you got to pay attention here. This has gluten in it. But I don't have that. I don't even know if one exists. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm not portraying this right. I have no idea. I apologize if you guys think I'm all over the place. But I just it just hit me that we have so many reasons to do what we're doing, but we only pay attention to the final reason. We only pay attention to the reason that's so far in the distant future, and it makes every situation we deal with a lot harder. If my goal for the week is something as simple as tracking a clean day, weighing the measure, and only, or, or no, I'll go even, even, even easier. If my goal for the week is to only eat what I pack in my lunchbox, then the situation where somebody brings bagels to work, you're saying, what's my why for this week? My why for this week is to eat only what I package. That is why I'm saying no to these bagels right now. It's not because I can't have it. It's because I decided to only eat what I packed for myself. And you know what? I did not pack a bagel for myself. That's why I'm choosing not to eat this bagel. It could be something that small, that momentary, that immediate. Our biggest problem is seeing our goals that are so far away. If we saw the the goal, I mean, they ask you in every workshop, what is your goal for the week? Well, make it doable, they say. Make it purposeful and doable. Right? So that if that's going to be what you do, if you're actually going to say, okay, I'm going to eat only what I packed in my lunch every day this week, then every time you're faced with a situation contrary to that, you have to say, I decided to do this Or maybe you have to say, you have to say, why am I choosing not to have this bagel? I am choosing not to have this bagel because my goal for this week was to eat only what I packaged. And you know what? I did not package a bagel. Maybe I can package a bagel next week. But right now, my why is to eat only what I packed in my lunch. That's why I'm saying no to this bagel in this moment because my why was to make it to the end of the week only eating. I mean, and you don't even have to pay attention to it by the day. You literally pack your bag for lunch every day, right? So if you really said no in that moment to that bagel, you could literally stop at the grocery store on your way home, buy a bagel, and make sure it's in the bag the next day. Right? Am I I totally nuts here? We have whys for everything and we don't pay attention to them. We only pay attention to the one that's mysteriously in the future at some point that you're hoping for, but you don't think is actually achievable. I know I was one of them. I was one of the people who walked into WW and said, I want to lose 200 pounds and reevaluate my life. Did I believe I was going to lose 200 pounds? And so here I am five years later, down 175. What, I mean, how did I get here? By having a bunch of little ones on the way here. A bunch of little whys. Why am I doing this right now? Why am I giving up this time for the, for the time being? Why am I tracking macros as of April of last year? Because a book recommended, and hey, let's give it a shot. 
What's the difference, right? It's not as if I'm just changing what nutrients are going into my body. I'm not giving up food. I'm changing what nutrients go into my body for a time. Do I say no to it forever? No. But that's all part of it, right? When I made that decision in April to switch to tracking macros, it was because I read information in a book that caused me to question what I was doing. And so the only way to answer questions is by implementing something that would test it, right? And so here I am now. I am so far to taming this autoimmune disease, I could see another why here. So introducing fermented vegetables is easy because I, 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 I love sauerkraut. So that's something I can introduce into my, into my daily regimen. And maybe, so, so this coming Friday, when you guys are listening to this episode, I'll add it to the grocery list and implement it next week. Because fermented vegetables was supposed to help, and I completely forgot about it. Thank God I found the video again with the five things anybody with any autoimmune disease should do. And then the other thing is to go gluten-free. Now, first, the first stage of going gluten-free is discovering what has gluten that I eat. There aren't many things. When I'm thinking gluten in my head, right, I'm thinking carbs, and I could be completely wrong. And literally on a daily basis, the only thing that I eat that would be carb from a grain, like a bread-type substance, would be the tortillas that I have lunch in. I don't know if they have gluten. No idea. But that would be the only thing in my mind that would be what I eat that has gluten on a Monday through Friday basis. Now, I tend to be loose on the weekends, so it could be a lot of gluten is being taken in on the weekends. I have no idea. But the only way to know is to create a why, right? Now, my why is I want to know if I eat gluten. That's my new why. And how do I implement that? I implement that by trying to see, number one, is there, a, is there an app that will tell me I made a choice that has a food has gluten in it that I made a choice on? That would be wonderful if I could find that because then it would be flagging right away. As I'm tracking, you know what? And that would, that would be triple tracking, right? Because I track in the WW app and I track in another app for macros. So if I track in a third app, what's the freaking difference? Really? What's this about? Why am I doing all this? I'm doing this because I want to be healthy. And taming an autoimmune disease is now part of the thing that will make me healthy. And maybe it will make you healthy too if you have an issue with some autoimmune disease. So that's my new why, right? Last year, I had a why in April of changing the, the macros, changing the nutrients that I take in and favoring protein and favoring fat over carbohydrates and going through this experiment. And that experiment essentially got me the 175 milestone because I was in it for a year. I explained this a couple of episodes ago. For almost a year, I was going nowhere. And it was that change that 
introduced me to the 175 milestone. So now I was sitting here thinking, maybe if I just take a little extra sulforaphane, or maybe I take a little extra glutamine, or maybe I take some more probiotic, or maybe you should do the other two things in the five numbered list. And maybe I could tame this once and for all. And these little scabs that remain will be gone. That's the goal. The goal is optimal health. Not losing weight. You have to get out of that mindset of, I want to lose weight. Because if you chase health, the weight will come off. We all know that. I don't have to tell you that. If you chase health, overall health, the weight will come down. Because there's perfectly thin people which would have a lower number on the scale that are walking around on the brink of a heart attack. Because there's other things going on. They actually made a term for those kind of people and they call them skinny fat. They are actually skinny to their appearance, but their body on the inside has, a, has major problems. See, you can be a low scale number and you could be completely unhealthy. I don't know if you realize that. It's possible though. I don't know. My new why is to really close the door on this autoimmune disorder. And if I have to get rid of gluten for a while just to see what happens, and if I have to get rid of, or if I have to introduce fermented vegetables just to see what happens, I mean, off the top of my head, the only fermented vegetable I know is sauerkraut, or at least the only fermented vegetable I know that I like. That's for sure. I don't know many fermented vegetables. I know when I was a kid, they used to do eggplant, pickled eggplant. And, oh, what I kill for some of that right now. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that's not going to be good for me <laughs> because it's like packaged in olive oil and I, <laughs> that stuff is dangerous if you ask me. We have whys for everything. They're everywhere. And if we start paying attention to the ones that are much closer, why am I choosing not to eat this cookie that someone brought into the office? I'm choosing it because I said I would only eat what I packaged for the week. Now, what's to stop you from taking it home, wrapping it up in a Ziploc bag, and packaging it in tomorrow's, the cookie? As long as you track it, what does it really matter? You're still achieving that goal. Your goal is to eat what you packaged and nothing more. There are many examples of this. That's just the way, this one example, eating what you package is an easy way to explain to you what I'm trying to say here. I hope you guys are getting this. It's so much more. There's so much more to life than what we see and what we're obsessed with. We, we become obsessed with what we don't have, right? 
And when you're looking at the here and now, and you're saying no to the here and now, it's easy to forget what was in the future, why you chose to do all this, especially if your why is so far in the distant future, it's a mystery. And you'll, you'll, you'll rationalize it and you'll say, I, what does this choice right now matter? The thing is, you're probably making choices like that four and five times a week. And that would be what I would call consistent. And if the choices are for the instant gratification and you do that consistently, you're only pushing the why that seems so far away even further away. And matter of fact, if it was, if it was say, let's five years away, it would stay five years away every day you did that. You would essentially reset the clock daily. Am I telling you to start saying no to a bunch of foods that you can't really give up? No. I'm saying you set a goal and then you live by it, right? And every time you need to be reminded why you're doing it, it's because you set a goal. And that goal was for seven days. Get over it. You said no to a bagel once. Get over it. Make sure you buy a bagel so that you can put it in the lunch the next week. Can, can you see where I'm trying to get at here? Can you see that by something as simple as saying... I plan to eat only what I have packed in my lunch bag all week and then being faced with someone bringing cookies to work and then rather than you saying, well, it, it won't matter if I just have this cookie now and then you eat it now. But instead, if you took it home in a Ziploc bag and then put it in your lunch and took it to work the next day and then had the cookie. Can you see how there's a difference? Because what have I told you before? I've told you that the key in all of this is that you need to change your mindset. And people seem to have made everyone else believe that the key to changing your mindset is to read a book that somebody else wrote or to watch a bunch of motivational people talk about, about the right mindset to have. But in reality, the key to changing your mindset, the mindset that you own, not the motivational speaker's mindset, not the person who wrote the book's mindset, but your mindset. The key to changing your mindset is simple. I've told you before, it's simply to do what you said you were going to do. So if you said at the beginning of your week that your goal was to only eat what you packaged at work, your mindset would change if at the end of the week you did what you said you were going to do. Your mindset would change if you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Either way, your mind would change. You may not like the direction in the other. So the key is, I'm telling you, it's not about reading 50,000 books or reading even one book in regards to your mindset. 
It's not about watching motivational speakers or going to their conventions either. The key to changing your mindset is simply to do what you said you were going to do. And what happens if you tell the world, my goal for this week is to eat only what I packaged for lunch. And then at the end of that week, when you could say to everyone on the next workshop or whatever the case may be, last week my goal was to eat what I only packaged for lunch and I did what I said I was going to do. What do you think that means? That's a win. And what did I tell you? It's about creating little wins every single day and stacking them up day after day after day. I told you, no matter what you do, to win today. Win today. And then if God blesses you with the breath of life, do it all over again tomorrow. And if that goal is to only eat what you packaged, you do that and you win today. Do you understand? That's how the mindset changes. That's how your life transforms. One day at a time, simply doing what you said you were going to do. Is what you say you're going to do the key to finding successful results? No, but at least you did what you said you were going to do. All of the stuff you're doing can be adjusted if you find it doesn't work. Nothing, there's no perfect map to get to where you want to go. And listen, nothing you said is guaranteed a result. All of the stuff I told you today has nothing to do with the scale going down at the end of the week. It has everything to do with transforming your life. Because I know that if I transform how you think and how you operate and you operate in discipline, the scale will come down as a byproduct. And that's what the case is here. That's what it's all about. It's not about chasing the result. It's about chasing the behavior that causes the result. We are all so busy looking at the end result, we never pay attention to the behavior that gets you there. But if you pay attention to the little behaviors that get you there and you stack up win after win after win after win, all of a sudden, your whole life transforms. Then you know, then you'll believe me. Oh my God, what he said, everything is happening right now. If you could just hold on to what I'm saying right now long enough to see that, your whole life will transform before your eyes and you won't even recognize yourself anymore. And you know what? The whole world won't recognize you either. And there's going to be a bunch of people that love it and there's going to be a bunch of people that can't stand it. And you know which one you don't need to care about. Concentrate on the behaviors that transform your life and the health results, the scale results that you want will come as the byproduct. I will say it every day until I run out of breath. Concentrate on the behavior. The scale number is simply the byproduct. Transforming your life is simple. 
Just do what you said you were going to do and it will all happen. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.